Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello everyone and welcome to Club at 22, the Rangers podcast live on YouTube. As always, get involved in the comments, leave a like and if you would be so kind, please subscribe to the channel. Uh, and in the live chat, you will see super chat and super thanks option. If you would like to support the pod that way, you can do so. It'd be very much appreciated. I am your host, Scott Carney, and I'm back after a bit of a, I think that's the longest we've ever been since starting this podcast, since we had a, like a break between doing two pods. Uh, uh, Ryan Hamers, Ryan, how are you this fine Friday? Fine Jubilee Friday, mate, yeah, it's uh, what a lovely day it is out there, what a, what a day I've had, been out in the sun all day, so um, <laughs> yes, very happy mate, I am having Rangers withdrawal now, I know I said in the last pod I was glad to get a break for Rangers. Uh, no, that's that's gone now. I'm, I'm desperate for some sort of Rangers content, anything I can get. Uh, Mr. Jim Sloan, don't think I've ever seen that comment already before we started the recording and came live. I am all about that. You've already got the comment of the night, Mr. Sloan. Yes, absolutely superb. We do send our very best to Truthful all. I hope he is okay. If you don't know, go back and read the comments. Uh, so yes, hello everybody. I can see you all uh, again. Hello from Los Angeles. We were just talking off here there. That's just bonkers. Blows my mind every time when I see people commenting from there. Uh, it is absolutely ridiculous. Yes, there's so many comments coming in. I'll try and get to them. Because it is just me and Ryan tonight, it is a bit more difficult for me to try and do two things. You know I'm not very good at multitasking. Everybody knows that. But I will uh, I will try my hardest. I definitely, definitely will. Um, right, so I was, you were saying it's a nice day, mate. It's the most typical of things for us to do. We'll take a week off. The weather's miserable pretty much the whole week. <laughs> Comes to us doing a podcast and it's scorching you outside. Uh-huh. I'm like, you couldn't script it. As I was coming back from work today, I was like, I can't believe like how good the weather is. And I was like, now I've got to go sit down for an hour inside and do a podcast. It's just the most mate, typical thing. See if we'd arranged to do this in a beer garden tonight, the heavens would have opened. 
Let's oh, be honest. Yes. Yeah, I can't do right for doing wrong, mate. Aye, the hundred percent it would have been. Uh, right, so again, as you've seen at the start, all of us at the podcast would like to congratulate Her Majesty the Queen on the plat this platinum jubilee weekend on an incredible seventy years reign. Uh, quite a landmark and the only monarch to ever do so. Uh, so absolutely incredible. We all congratulate Her Majesty for that. Uh, I move on to a huge, gigantic thank you goes to James Rainey who has signed up to the Coffee Buying Legend membership all the way from South Korea, mate. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's absolutely yeah, bonkers. Uh, it's unbelievable support. Uh, we cannot thank you enough for choosing to support us that way. Uh, definitely staunch points for life. And Martin Ferguson as well for the three coffees. Very much appreciated. Uh, and I will be sure to get the lads uh, a pint with that tomorrow because it's our podcast day out tomorrow, which we're all rather looking forward to. Ryan's had a trim. I've went and got myself a trim. We're all ready to impress each other. <laughs> uh, but I'm really looking forward to it. Should be should be a, should be a good day for sure. Right, on to Rangers news now. Uh, and first off, unfortunately, we need to start on a, a rather sad note. Uh, it was confirmed at the start of the week, Andy Goro confirmed that he's been diagnosed with terminal cancer. Absolutely tragic news. Uh, this is a horrible disease that really has no respect for anyone or anything. Uh, we wish nothing but the best to Andy and his family at this time. And hopefully he fights it with all his, all his might. Um, he performed a number of miracles, Ryan, when he was a goalkeeper for Rangers. So let's hope he can perform some form of miracle again. Because uh, it's kind of looking that, that is, he is going to need a miracle, which is really, really sad news. It's, uh, it's, it's horrific, this, mate, is it not? It's horrible. Cancer doesn't have colours. And I will stand by that. Cancer does not have colours for me. Um, it's, a, it's just horrible. It's something that... I'd love to hear that one day we have a cure for any form of, of cure for any form of cancer. It's horrible, uh, horrible news, and especially when it's one of our own. Uh, Andy Gorham's just an, an absolute legend, and I, again, I don't use that that term lightly. But he's a Rangers legend. Um, again, like Walter Smith during our youth, he was just a a constant figure at Glasgow Rangers, and did everything with us, lifting titles, title after title, cup after cup. Um, the flying pig, and he was he was unbelievable, absolutely unbelievable. And I, I did, if you remember, we did a, I think it was an international break. We did a best value for money Rangers signing, and I think I was the only person that took Andy Gorham. And the reason I took Andy Gorham was just because of the money we paid for him and how many seasons he played and the level he played at. He was outstanding, and anyone I know as well. Yeah, it's met him in, in bars and restaurants where I said he's always got time for for both sets of fans, for Rangers and Celtic fans. He's he's well known to have been drinking at a Celtic bar becoming a couple of Celtic mates and I think he can he's one of these players who takes a banter. He'll take a he'll take a pace and that's the way I think Rangers and Celtic should be. Um but yeah, I wish Andy Gorham and his friends and family all the best. I do yeah, the noises from the unfortunately the right places are that it's not good and it's 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 potentially worse than they thought and I just hope that he fights it, and I just hope he's not in pain. I hope that uh, I hope that his life can be as fulfilled as it can be, and I hope he's just at peace and, and happy in his place. I'm sure it's easy for me to say, but yeah, our thoughts are with him, his friends, and his family, can't they? Yeah, absolutely, and I'll pass that the best on as well from from Alistair and from Scotia as well. Um, they both a hundred percent wanted me to say that they also pass on their best. And yeah, it's just a it's a horrible thing. It really is. It's uh, 
and as you say, mate, reports look like that it's as worse than we thought, and it's just a real shame. As I say, this this disease just holds no respect, no barriers for anybody. It will just take you, and there's not much you can do about it if it grabs you. Uh, it's a real shame. It is a real, real shame, and we just pass on our best to go to. Them. I mean, <clears throat> us as a podcast had a bit of, I think before, definitely before we were podcasting. Had a bit of relationship with Andy. Uh, we were still drinking in the, uh, a certain pub in Paisley Road, and he was there quite a lot. Uh, he was there quite a lot, and we ended up. I was nicknamed uh, Bluto, the, the guy for um, Popeye, because I had a massive beard at the time, and obviously I'm a larger gentleman, uh, so I was called Bluto. Scotia was called Dado because of his hair after Dado puzzle. I think he called him Dado, and Ali didn't have a nickname, <laughs> so Ali didn't have a nickname. But we, we spent a lot of time with him. We spent. He was so easy to talk to, and he was so easy to talk to the game about. With. I'm saying as if he's not, he's as if he's away, he's still here. But he, at the time when we were speaking to him, it was a laugh. It really was, and ended up playing him at pool one night. I think we had four quid on a game of pool one night, and I managed to beat him on the black, and it was just a, a right laugh. It really, really yeah, was. Yeah, you just, know the boys. The boys. They, sorry, I interrupted you. The boys have ran a sweep, and they said it will take you eight minutes to mention. <laughs> you beat Andy Gorham at pool, so there it is. Well done, <laughs> mate. It's it's probably one of my only claims to fame, mate. It's like my my fifteen seconds of fame, mate. It was just a surreal moment, mate. It's one of the moments oh, where you're just like, I remember looking at the table and like Gorham was playing, and I'm going, I'm playing Andy Gorham at pool. Like, how has this happened? This is not meant that kind of like happening or kind of everyday thing. Uh, and he was trying, he forced me to take the money. He wouldn't let me. He wouldn't let me. He wouldn't let me keep it. I was like, I don't want the money. I was like, I've just played you at pool, but no, it was brilliant. It generally was. We've just got to, we've got to just wish him all the best. We really do, and hopefully he can. If if it looks the way it's going, maybe he can just get some happiness out the rest of our life and spend it with the people that mean the most to him. Um, that's really what it's all about, and we just pass on our best again. We really, really do. So Ryan, there is no easy way to move on from that. So I am just going to move on from it. Uh, massive news this week that Connor Goldson has committed his future to Rangers by signing a four-year deal. He said in an Instagram post, there has been so many rumours, so many fake articles, so many negative comments. I haven't once said a thing. I tried to concentrate on football and all I wanted to do was win. I've taken one week to make my decision. My dream as a kid was to play week in, week out in the Premier League, but Rangers Football Club has become a big part of mine and my family's lives. The expectations, the standards, the need to win, it's something I love and have become used to. A massive thank you to my wife for helping me, my agent for trusting me, and the club uh, for keep believing in me. I hope we continue the memorable drum. Ryan, probably maybe a shock to some, uh, definitely a bit of a shock to me. I did not really expect it to happen, I'm going to be completely honest. But I think this shows the ambition of the club, it shows... Yes, that Ross Wilson's done a great job, but also Giovanni Van Bronckhurst has done a great job to say that he wanted Connor to stay. And they've gave him the time, they've gave him the space to make the decision. And ultimately, mate, he's he's came to the right decision for us. It will be a huge, I think a huge relief for us because if I said I was, I'll be honest, I said if Connor goes and goes, he goes. I think sometimes us as a support, especially, I'm not saying the millennials, but I think the younger support, younger kind of members of our support have a slight separation issues when it comes to players when they'll move on. Some of the stuff I've heard about Gerard moving on and people will move on from Rangers. They will move on. The days of people playing out their careers at Rangers is not a, it's not a thing anymore. If they get a chance to go elsewhere for money or for... They just want to move on. Sometimes that this, this happens. Morelos will move on. Aribo will move on. They will all move on at some point. And you need to just let that go sometimes. 
But Coracles has decided to stay, and I think there was a moment, was it the semi-final against Celtic? And he just stood looking at the support, and the place was going crazy. And I remember saying to the others, like, he wants to stay. I was like, he's definitely standing there thinking, is it ever going to get better for me than what I'm looking at right now? Than lifting trophies, than playing for a big club in Europe. That those nights against Leipzig and Borussia Dortmund, is he ever going to hit those heights? Yes. Corner goals, and as far as I know, I'm not saying this is what happened, but from a good source, I know apparently had a 50 grand a week offer on the table from Nottingham Forest. That, for me, he's, he's entitled to think and consider his future and take his time and think about his family. This guy went through major heart surgery. There is, I'm sure he's probably been told by doctors you're never out of the woods with that. So he's probably defied logic in terms of playing 60 games on average a season for Rangers. And he's probably thought to himself, do you know what, 50 grand a week is cushy. Down at Forest, I'm set up for life, my kids are sorted for life and I've done a good job. And he's probably thought that's maybe the option I want to take and he had every right to think to himself, I'll wait to the end of the season, I'll see what happens, I'll see how I feel and I'll sit down with the family and that's what he's done. And Rangers won't have broken their financial, stru- uh, their financial structure. Calmly they will have stuck to that and they'll have said this is the best offer we can give you but we want you to stay and Connor goes to stay and he has saved us. Yeah, he'll have taken a bump in wages, but he has saved us a fortune because I don't think you're getting better than Conor Goldson coming here in terms of a centre-half. I don't think you will. And if you had to replace Conor Goldson, how much do you think you're talking? Millions. Millions to replace Millions. him. So it's definitely it's a big positive for Rangers. And it's, I know people will be aggrieved that it's not a new signing. New signings will come. It's only a couple of days into the window. That's yeah. a very good contract for Rangers to tie down. Yeah, extremely good to me. Extremely good. I started to do the whole thing where I was convincing myself that it was a good thing that Conor Goldson would be moving on, but it was definitely not a good thing. And for him to commit four years as well, I know Rangers are obviously protecting themselves with the length of the contract as well, in case somebody was to come in for him. But but Andy's contract is going to be what 33, 34 by the time he comes to Andy's contract. So I know players can obviously play on longer than that, but I think it's a it's a massive bit of business for Rangers to get this done and to get Conor Goldson signed up. And I'm delighted that he has done. Uh, I think we were all probably a bit rash, but I think that kind of shows how much and how important he's been to Rangers, especially um, the amount of games that he plays. You're spot on when you say it, mate. To replace Conor Goldson, it's millions. It is absolute millions and we wouldn't be able to afford it. Uh, I don't think we'd be able to even attract the, the player. Um, I don't think we can... I'd really underestimate how good he was. Look, Nottingham Forest would have been all well and good for him. It would have been, as you say, mate, it would have been the set-up for life thing, but are you going to get fulfilment out of that? Battling to remain in the Premier League that you're not going to get? Like, I do get it, mate. I do get it. I'm looking, I'm reading, um, I think it was KM, give me two seconds. Apologies, guys, just taking a scroll up there. I think it was KM and they said, MD joins Nottingham Forest isn't for me. Big man's done the right thing. I do get your point. I used to be like that. But I think we've got to be more open-minded to support and understand that the Premier League is a huge lure. It's a huge lure, not just financially, but we're Rangers fans, so I'm not saying we're small-minded, but the Rangers is everything to us. It's, we want to beat Celtic and that's it. We want to win that treble and that's it. See, for English people and English players and probably most of European football, playing in the Premier League is a huge thing. And again, not just financially, just to be playing at Old Trafford and Anfield. And I think sometimes we oversee that and we just think, but why? Why would you want to play at Ibrox every second week? But that's because we're Rangers supporters. 
And I just think that I don't hold it against Conor Goldson for considering a move. I don't. But yes, he has made the right choice because he'll never play for a bigger club. No, he'll never play for a bigger club, but I 100% agree. And uh, it's a, a back line of Tav, Goldson, Suter and Bassey is a very strong back line, mate, to be looking forward to going into this season. If we manage to keep Calvin Bassey, that is because he's continuing to impress uh, for Nigeria. Just now he really is. He's getting man of the matches every game. So, Calvin, if you wouldn't mind just calming it down a wee bit, that would be great. We'd like to keep your eyebrows. That'd be much appreciated. Uh, just quickly, Jim Sloan's asked about the T-shirt. Um, your order is in, mate. Um, I've had a bit of problem with a previous order, so I'm still chasing it up. Look, I'm sorry, I'm still new to this. I'm doing my best. But your order is in. Uh, the cut-off for that is Sunday um, for the ne- the next batch of T-shirts to be ordered. So by hook or by crook, your T-shirt will be ordered on Sunday, mate. And as soon as it's ready to rock and roll, you will get it 100%. And the new, new... The new, new, the new, new T-shirt designs should be out uh, probably Monday, Monday or Tuesday. There's a few crackers coming, absolutely a few crackers coming. Rumors, so yeah, uh, rumors are Jim. Rumors are Jim that uh, Carney has actually posted out your T-shirt to Truth for All. So it sounds like Truth for All's maybe got your T-shirt, mate. But I'm sure he'll do something to pull it back. <laughs> Ah, uh, 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 yeah, man, I'm going to be surprised if uh, that truth for all is actually buying t-shirts off us, to be completely honest. But yeah, no, I will try my hardest to get it to you shortly. Uh, I definitely will. Sorry. If you ever need in, by the way, honestly, just email me. You know you what the email address is. Uh, I'll be very truthful and honest with you, but yes, it's still there. Don't worry. You will be getting it. It will be happening. Uh, right, move on, mate. Suter has officially joined the squad after uh, his pre-contact was signed in January. Uh, he said in his kind of welcome interview, I just want to play football. I'm excited to get here. I'm sure there will be an off-season programme, but I am just looking forward to getting started with this club. This is a good, a proud day for me and my family. It's good to see him finally in a Rangers jersey, mate. He says all the right things. And look, if we get an injury-free and I think that's the massive thing about Suter, the injury-free Suter, and the kind of levels that he was playing at in the cup final. We've got a we've got a bit of a talent, a talented centre back on our hands here. Yeah, there's a lot to say about his injury and his um, whether he can stay fit or not. I don't think I'll be honest. I don't think it's a risk from Rangers because I think Van Bronckhorst clearly now because Balogun's left. I think it's clear that Van Bronckhorst is going to bring in another centre half at least. So I don't think it's nailed on that Suter will be a centre-half. However, he's a great addition. Um, I love the way he played against Rangers on in the cup final. I like when a player will try against us, even though he's, he's on his way to us. But Van Bronckhorst will be happy at that performance as well because for me, yes, Craig Gordon is outstanding. That's just what he does. But Suter stuck out for me. And usually I'm one of these... Uh, Rangers fans who's a bit you're too focused on your own team to kind of notice players on the other yeah. side if that makes sense for me sort of stuck out I kept kind of looking when they were clearing the ball the headers looking out I, I kept looking to see if it was Suter that had done it and I don't know how many balls he cleared for them and the crosses he cleared I thought he had a great game and I've seen him a few times and he, he's looked decent yeah the fo- as I said the focus is going to be on his fitness but for me it's not a gamble he's a Scottish centre half and it looks too good for heart. So yeah, it's a, on a free transfer is a is a great bit of business from Rangers and glad to see him in a nice coloured a nice coloured shirt in the in the blue room the other day there. They're not half pushing the orange the orange shirt, are they not? Get 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 suited on it, get golden on it when he signs a new contract. We'll stick. I was going to do it out at the end, mate, but we will stick with the news that's just broken the last kind of hour or so. Is that I am Andy Firth is leaving? We'll come back to Andy Firth and uh, Leon Balligan is leaving. So. 
obviously we are bringing in Suter. Um, we don't know anything really about Holander, where his fitness levels are and whatever else. But the Balogun decision, mate, I don't know. Obviously, we don't know if it's the players or it's the clubs or it's a mutual agreement. I'm, I'm slightly shocked at this. I'm, I'm slightly shocked that he's not getting at least another year. And I only say that is because, okay, he's had these injury problems, but he's been nowhere near as injury-prone as Holander. And when he's came back, Balogun, it's not took him half as long as it seems to take Holander to get fit. So if I had a choice between the two of them, I would have definitely kept Balogun. So I'm slightly shocked in this. And I think the guy just got it here, mate. I just think he, he got what this club was all about and he loved it here. So I'm a wee bit... I'm probably a wee bit disappointed that he's leaving because I think he's a fantastic option to have and to bring in should there be injuries. What's your thoughts on him not getting a, an extension or... And a new contract, even. Yeah, I'm a bit sad to see Balogun go because I always felt it was a kind of blood and thunder defender. Oh, that's a rhyme, isn't it? Um, and that's the kind of defender <laughs> I like to see. I like to see. I like to see a player who just takes a takes a man with him. Um, we've seen him in old firm games. He doesn't look out his depth, and yeah, a bit shocked. But also, what I keep banging on about is I want to see Gio's imprint on this team. I want to see his own identity on this team. I don't want to see Stephen Gerrard's Rangers next season, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. If we are if we are renewing McGregor's and we are keeping Tav and we are keeping Goats and we keep Balogun and it's Bassey and it's it's Stephen Gerrard's Rangers next year. So I think that if he's let Balogun go, I think that Gio will definitely have identified a centre half that he wants to bring in. Um, because again, I don't think Suter's going to be the only centre half there. If I had the choice between him, Balogun and Hollander, I would keep Balogun because of Hollander's injury problems. I think Hollander is a better defender, overall defender um, yeah. when he's fit but I just don't think we get the returns in terms of games. But yeah Balogun for me, that's it's a bit of a shock that he's leaving and I think we, we, Jamie Lowe made a great point in, in the group chat before we come on. It's great seeing foreign players who totally buy into to Rangers and you can tell they love it and when they're talking they just they buy into our, our culture and the way we, the way they, yeah, what it takes to be a ranger and Balogun did that and yeah, it's sad to see a player like that go, but I totally wish him all the best. He was a, a fantastic signing for Rangers, an absolutely fantastic signing for Rangers, and a surprise for me because I hadn't heard of him and I didn't know what to expect. And um yeah, he was a he was a good signing. Absolutely. Yeah, I wish him all the best as well. CGM's made a point here, actually. Scott, think of it like this with Balogun. Would you rather he stayed and played 20-odd games or would you rather he left and ba- uh, Leon King got the, those 20 games? That's a cracking point. It is. That's a very, very good point. Um, yeah, I, I, I hadn't thought about it like that. That's, but again, this is only just news that's broke recently, but you're probably spot on there. There's definitely something in that. And I do think King looks ready. I think King will probably be used as an option this year. I wouldn't imagine he would. I'd be disappointed if he could put out on loan because I don't think it will do him much good. So I would like to see King King stick around. But yeah, I suppose we, it's uh, maybe it's the old experienced head, mate, with Balogun that you're thinking of. You're thinking that would be good. But look, Leon King, since he came in, hasn't put a step wrong in my opinion. I think he's been brilliant. Yeah, I've been really impressed with him. He's very calm and composed on the ball. So it's probably a point there, CGM, that yeah, you're probably right. We're probably best to try and use Leon King than we are to try and use Balogun. It's just a shame. Like the big guy, nothing against him at all. Uh, I thought he was a good servant for us. And it's uh, uh, we wish him nothing but the best. And maybe he wants uh, another season of, of playing full-time. And he knows with Suter coming in that he's probably not going to 
to get that. So he, he probably wants a full season, which is absolutely fair enough. You've got to got to respect that. But we wish him absolutely nothing but the best. Another one that possibly shocked some mate, Steve Davis signed a one-year deal to stay at the Rangers. He said to RTV, growing up as a Rangers fan, it, w- it was always going to be special pulling on the jersey. And I have been very fortunate to to do it a number of times. And I have I've had some of the best some of the best memories I had even. <clears throat> we know success is what you demanded demanded at the club. You want to play at the highest level possible, and we have shown we are capable of doing that as a group. So uh, it is really important we try to kick on next season and get our hands on more silverware. I won't lie, mate, I was a little shocked at this, uh, but I'm by no means upset by it, if that makes any sort of sense, because this guy, he's been there, and he's bought the T-shirt multiple times, mate, and he's a a true legend, a true Hall of Famer um, for Rangers, and he's a great figure to have around um, the club. Um, I am, again, presuming here he's going to have been told you won't be playing every week because I don't think he can now. Uh, and he seems happy enough to just stay for another week. And let's be honest, mate, it would not have looked right to see Steve Davis playing for St Murren or Motherwell, whoever he was linked for. So what's your thoughts on Davis getting another year? I was delighted, Carney. I was. I think I think Gio, and you'll know this from his time at Rangers, I think it's very important that Gio doesn't lo- like lose the the identity of Rangers, if he's bringing in his own players and we just end up with a lot of foreign players and a lot of players from England or whatever, or, or Holland, I think it's important to have players like Stephen Davis about. If Alan McGregor leaves, I'm thinking of Rangers fans at Ibrooks. Um, obviously, we lost Jimmy Bell. And I think that identity of people who know what the club's about, know the culture, know what the fans want, know the demand of the club... I think people are imperative for Rangers to be successful and I think a lot of that will have weighed on Gio's mind in terms of a player. I think he's a Rolls Royce. I do. I don't. I know he's not. And this is where I get caught up in Rangers Twitter and did it listen to this pod. No, I, I, I need to stop looking at it. But I was reading people and they're going, this isn't where we should be going. Why are we signing Stephen Davis again? Stephen Davis is not signing a new contract to play every week. He's not signing a new contract to play... In the Champions League every week, or the he's not that's not what it will be. He'll be a squad rotation player who you bring on who has been is proven at the end of that season there when we were in fighting for three competitions. He he proved very valuable to us in dictating play in games against I don't know, countless games. Where I always say if you're looking for a goal, it's not always about bringing a striker or an attacking midfielder on. Davis is a clever player and he'll also be he'll be a mentor to Alex Lowry and uh, the boy McCann as well. They will look yep. up to him. He'll be a mentor to them and they will look at him and say that's a personification of what a, a Rangers player should be. So I think it's a good signing for Rangers and I think Stephen Davis still has a lot to offer Rangers as a squad player going forward. I, I, again, I agree with that, mate. I think it's... I've seen a few, few people in the comments make the... Um, make the the kind of statement of, I hope it doesn't hold McCann back, etc., hold Lowry back. And I don't think it will. Davis has probably got one eye in the future here as well. And he could see himself going into a kind of coaching capacity, I can imagine. I mean, look the, look at the path Kevin Thompson managed to take through Rangers and where Kevin Thompson's potentially going to end up. So I, I, I think he's maybe having one wee eye on the future. And I think he's just a great head to have around. And then they moments, mate, when you need composure, you need calm. There is nobody better. Genuinely, there is nobody better. And this season, he's shown that he can still do it. Like, 100% still do it. You're not telling me that Stephen Davis can't 
play ninety minutes against again, no disrespect to St. Martin Motherwell, you know, you're all the kind of lower half sides of the Scottish the Scottish League. You know, he, he can definitely do it. The guy's got it in abundance and he's a, a real a real class outfit. So yeah, I'm delighted that he's going to stick around. I don't think it's going to affect anything about younger players or anything like that. I think Steve Davis is going to be well aware that this deal had to be right for him and they've obviously I, I agreed that it is right for him and he's agreed that it's right for him and he's probably, he's probably like us, mate. He probably is going, do I want to play for St. Mon? Motherwell? No. <laughs> I want to play That's for the Rangers. I, so. I agree. I agree and I think you make a good point where if, we, if we're in Europe again next season, say we don't have a total disaster and we get, say we get into the Champions League and we're playing, I don't know, let me just let me just shoot high here. Give me my moment, okay? Say we're playing Real Madrid on the Wednesday. See the Sunday before that, and we're playing St Mirren at home. We ain't playing our strongest midfield. Stephen Davis will play that game. You know that's the kind of yeah. game he's going to play in, and he's going to start in. So, and who better? Like, like as you say, no Scottish football. And Stephen Davis for me is not at the stage where perhaps Alan McGregor is, and it's kind of like your dog's getting old and you're taking out for the last couple of walks. Stephen Davis is still playing at a high level and he's doing it for Northern Ireland and Rangers. So for me, it's a no-brainer. And uh, yeah, yeah, as you say, it's a, it's a good signing for Rangers. Now, even yeah, right, mate. The fact that he's not even retired from international football yet, and we're thinking he's not really good enough for us is uh, not good enough. That's that's wrong. I don't mean it like that, but uh, everybody kind of thought he got to the end of his time. Um, but no, I'm delighted that he's going to stay another year. I really am. Uh, I, I think it's a very very good bit of business for Rangers to keep him about the club because the guy just he lives and breathes it, and he knows what it's all about. And he just gets it, and it, there's nothing nothing better than that. And to have Lowry and McCann and I mean, to a certain extent, even Jack Lundstrom, for example, even speaking to Steve Davis, the amount of experience that he can pass on to, to these guys and be like, this is what you need to do, especially even maybe even Ryan Jack, as Ryan Jack progresses into the kind of later stages of his career. And again, we don't know how many games we're going to even get out of Ryan Jack next season. Do you know what I mean? He, he didn't play for Scotland. He put out the squad. So uh, again, I think it's just a, a very, very good bit of business. Him and Arfield, um, I mean, if I'd had my choice between the two, because I didn't think both of them would stay, I would have picked Davis over Arfield, and that's no disrespect to Arfield, but I think pretty much every Rangers fan, I think, would have. Uh, but the fact that we're keeping both of them can only be a good thing for the youth, uh, and it's a, a very strong, strong, experienced kind of core going through the team right now, which I think is going to be vital for us. So, before I go any further, uh, Manscaped promo. Uh, summer is here, the sun is shining, shirts are off, and your friends at Manscaped are here to make sure your beach balls are as smooth as Floridian sand. Dive headfirst into summer by joining the four million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get ready for summer by going to manscaped.com and use the code CLUB at 22 for 20% off and free shipping. The Manscaped Performance Package 4.0 has everything you need to prepare that summer bod inside the package you'll find a lawnmower 4.0 weed whacker ear and nose hair trimmer crop preserver and crop reviver manscaped have also just launched their new boxers 2.0 and all of us on the pod can agree that they are possibly the best boxers out there uh, also take a look at the manscaped shears 2.0 a package that has everything you need to look pristine nail cutters tweezers and grooming scissors with a performance package your balls will be ready to impress but make sure you cover the rest with the shears 2.0 and you'll be ready to perform from head to toe also father's day is just around the corner so ladies get your man's dad bought a gift 
that will have both of you thanking Manscaped. Get 20% off and free shipping by using the code CLUB at 22 at manscaped.com. This is the summer to turn your package into the full package with Manscaped. What will your balls do, Ryan? Your balls will thank you. They will thank you. Thank you again to Manscaped for their continued support. The products genuinely are superb, especially the new boxers. They are rather pleasing, the new boxers. They really are. Probably the best pair I own now, to be completely honest. Uh, so go check it out. And if you use our code CLUBAT22, you'll be supporting this podcast. So thank you very much for that. Right, we'll stick with uh, the kind of transfer, mate, because very little else is kind of going on. And we'll we'll come to the outs. Uh, so Cedric Itton has completed a move to Young Boys of Switzerland for an undisclosed fee, but it was rumoured about one and a half million. It just didn't work out for him, did it? Nah, nah, it didn't. And I think Big Itton always tried. I think he always looked at a player he was trying his heart out. And um, fact for you is, only player to score against Real Madrid, Bayern Munich, Frankfurt and Sterling Albion. Big said it. He's the only player to do that, so... So many players can say that. Um, no, that's true, mate. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't matter if we're getting battered against Bayern. It still counts. It still counts, <laughs> it still counts yes. Um, big it, and I think. I think he was a. It was a weird one that when Gerard let him. It was Gerard let him go to Crutherford, wasn't it? It was. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was a strange one um, because I thought it was was decent at the time and looked as if he could be a player for us. I think it didn't suit our style of play, Carney. I think he was a typical two up front type of striker and very much like Defoe didn't it didn't suit his style of play the way we play the kind of Christmas tree, whatever you want to call it. Um he didn't suit that one up top. So it was never going to work for it and it never was. And I wish him all the best. I mean he, he scored a few goals for us and I just hope that we can it doesn't mean that we're going to draw against Motherwell going forward because I know he liked a goal against them. <laughs> but yeah, I wish it. I wish them all the best. And that young boys, they're a decent side. They play in Europe uh, quite quite often, so it's not as if he's went to a kind of garbage team. So yeah, all the best to him. But nah, I think it's a good decision. We are trying to improve our quality at Rangers now. We are trying to take it a grade up, get some goals in, and Itton for me wasn't going to provide that. So and we've got money back for him. So it's um it's a it's a good bit of business getting getting him off the books and, and good luck to him. Yeah, good luck to him. I thought his his post on social media was rather good as well. Again, another one that I thought I think he kind of fell in love with the club, and he's probably a wee bit. He's probably disappointed that it didn't work out for him as well. I I I'll always say it, mate. I can never ever be angry at somebody for a lack of ability. I can't I can't be because they've managed to get to what would have been the pinnacle of my life, pulling on a Rangers top to go out and play for the team. And I can't fault him for his effort either. I really can't. It just wasn't wasn't good enough. He showed flashes of it. And look, don't get me wrong, I think he'll probably go to young boys and he'd probably, he'll probably make a go of it. I think he generally will. I think he'll probably be not bad for them, um, even if he is going to be an option from the bench for them. But if we'd have changed our style of play, yes, I think it is very much the old-fashioned 4-4-2, wee man, big man thing that you would have... Like, the phone and up front together would have probably been quite a good, quite a good partnership. Uh, so... I, it's just one of those things. It's very unfortunate for him. It really is. But I wish him absolutely nothing for the best. And we have managed to get him get him back. But I, I think even back getting money back, I think when we thought about or when we found out that he was going to be going out on loan, I think pretty much every one of us was like, well, that's kind of spelling the end of that, is it not? I don't see understand why we'd be going out on loan to uh, a Bundesliga team. Um, 
it just didn't really make much, much sense for me. I think it was just a case of let's get him out of dodge for a while, see if he can improve. And don't get me wrong, that team were awful, uh, absolutely awful that time, the, the whole time that he was there. I don't even want to try and say their name. What's their name? You know it. Let's see it. Guthafirth. Guthafirth. Uh They were awful. They, they were getting absolutely battered every week. So you're never really going to shine in a team like that, which again didn't really make much sense with the, the, the loan move in the first place. But yeah, wish them absolutely nothing but the best. Um, and yeah, as we were talking about, the club confirmed uh, just recently, uh, quite recently, that Andy Fuff and Liam Balligan would be leaving the club. Andy Fuff, mate, he had the best job in football, in my personal opinion. But I don't think we've seen him competitively. I was quickly trying to look, and I, we didn't see him in a competitive game of football. So, not going to be too shocked in it, are we? Disappointed, Carney. I think. I know, me too. It looks as like if it's all downhill <laughs> from here now. If I'm being honest, the pod's taking a turn now, and if that's Andy first away, I don't see us having much chances next season. Uh, what a job he had! Huh? Absolutely unbelievable. Um, yeah, I don't remember him playing for us at all. I think the boys. When I used to take the kid, when I take the kids to the games, they enjoy seeing Broxy Bear, and I used to always be like that. See if that's not Andy Firth or Adam Ramsey in there, who is it? I mean, Andy Firth being um, a goalkeeper, what was he fourth choice then? I know, I know you didn't I get fourth, fourth. fourth choice because you had McLaughlin, <laughs> McCrory, uh, McGregor. So no, he was. I, I don't get it. I, he must have. I don't know. He maybe had nudes, nudes of Gerard or something. Like that. There's something weird about him constantly getting his contract renewed and. I don't really like seeing players on the book. I'm a bit a Rangers dad as we see if you're on the books and you're not playing, trot on. Uh, I know it was a running joke with it being in pictures and that, but nah, not for me. Um, I'm glad to see him <laughs> off the books, mate. Sorry. Such a Rangers dad, you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mate, just like if you take money at the club and you're not playing. No, oh, no. Well, mate, I'd be, I mean, you're, what would you have been on? Like, I don't know. I, I just guess what, like a grand a week? Like 800 quid a week? The guy's not, wasn't on like a serious amount of dough. He was living the life, mate. Listen, honestly, see if Rangers want to pay me a grand a week, mate, to stand in a goal with goalie gloves on and just get balls pelted at me, mate. I'm more than happy know, to stand in goal and let that happen, mate. I'm more see than that. happy to let that happen. See that 52 grand, put that 52 grand into uh, upgrading the catering at Ibrooks. So there you go. Well, I agreed. <laughs> I would agree with that, mate. The catering at Ibrooks is shockingly bad. Uh, yeah, no, that's fine. Uh, but uh, Paul has said it in the comments there. He lived the dream. He certainly did, man. <laughs> he certainly did. You'll still catch him on the, uh, what do you call that? Is it Twitch? Isn't it? It's Twitch. Is it Twitch? That's what they uh, all, all like, that's what they like. Ryan Jack and Tav and all that play games on, uh-huh. like, and you can watch them play their games. I'm sure Andy Fox is on yeah, there and yeah, plays yeah, for them. Yeah. yeah, so I'd imagine he'll still be doing that because I think they all seem to love him. He was a good guy to have around. He seemed to make a lot, of, a lot of pals. A guy absolutely lifted dream. No fair play to him, man. Absolutely fair play to him. Um, another rumor that came up, mate, and it's not really a rumor. It's one that happens every every transfer window since he's been at the club, the obligatory Galatasaray interest in Yanis Hadji. Uh, this rumour, uh, the rumoured fee was around £7 million. Again, that was the same as I think it was in winter. It was around £7 million, um, for him. The only reason I'm bringing it up, mate, is he's always going to be linked with them. But due, just due to his name alone, he's always going to be linked to Galatasaray. However, for £7 million, if you were in charge and somebody come in with seven million for Yanis Hadji. What would you do? 
I would open my suitcase, throw the money into the suitcase and run for the hills, mate. <laughs> uh, I thought, listen, I know, Sco- I know Scotch is um, a huge Hadji fan. Hadji was poor for us before he got injured. He was really poor for us. And I said when he got injured, I was like, he's going to turn into this super player because he's injured and it's once Hadji gets back. Hadji's a lot to prove at Rangers. I know he's got a couple of important goals, but his numbers aren't great. I'm talking assists and goals. His numbers aren't great. And yes, maybe another player we could have criticised Ryan Kent, but as you rightly pointed out to me last week, Ryan Kent's assists are good. He just needs to up his goals. But for me, Yanis Hadji, if he is still at Rangers, when he comes back, has it all to prove. And he's also damaged goods now. He's done his ACL. And um, to come back from that, and if he stays fit, then fair play. But if you got offered seven million, if we got offered three and a half million for Yanis Hadji just now, I would take it. That's where I rate him at the moment. I do not rate him very highly. I know that's brutal. But you know I want trophies, Carly. And I think we need to up our attacking midfielders and our attacking players as a whole. Um, to win this league and to win titles again and Yanis Hadji is it all to prove for me mate mate brutal brutal, <laughs> oh, mate. brutal man it's a nice day are you, are you angry because I've kept you inside on a sunny night mate is that what's going on I'm absolutely raging yeah. if we could just tie this up <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't take three and a half no I wouldn't take three and a half I'd expect a bit more based purely on the name alone Um but for seven million, I would be seriously tempted. I really would be. Yanis Hadji has shown some incredible moments for us. He has, and he scored some really important goals. But I think if we were to sit down and really analyse what he has done since he's been here, it's probably not been what we, what Scotia would like you to think it has been. Does that make sense? But the the kind of overriding of it all is. It's seven million, man, for a guy that's hardly really played. And I know this is all paper talk, really, but if somebody is going to come in for seven million for him, I would be I'd be very tempted to take that as well because I think they could be invested in other areas of the squad. I really do. And I've still, to this day, never seen a guy as young as him look so slow when he's chasing a ball. Uh, I've never really, I've never seen anything like it before. He's just, he always looks like he's throwing a bit of a caravan, which is a right shame. Look, I think Hadji, I don't think Hadji will go. Uh, he's, he's been out injured for far too long. Nobody's going to take a punt on him at this stage. It was just one of these ones that kind of raised an eyebrow to me where I was like, seven million, really? If a club was to come in with that now for, for Hadji, I think I would probably I'd probably sell him because I'm uh, I'm the same, mate. I've not I've not I've never been totally wowed by him. Does that make sense? I've never been like, wow, this is an unbelievable player. The way like Joe Aribo has, the way Morel uh, uh Morelos has like that moments where you're like, oh my goodness, that's incredible. That's it. You've nailed it, mate. You've nailed it. And sorry to interrupt again, but you've nailed it. Oh, I don't sorry. remember ever walking away from a game. Braga aside, where he did come up with a big moment with the two goals. Mm-hmm. I don't remember ever walking away from a Rangers game going, we've got a player here, or he was on fire, or like Aribo, the way Aribo played the first half of the season, you were like, if he can keep this level up, we've got a player. I don't remember walking away from Ibrox or Rangers game thinking that about Hadji. Flatters to deceive. Yes, it's brutal, but that's how I would rate Hadji's career so far at Rangers. And as, I, as I've said, he's done his ACL and that's huge. There is no guarantee that he'll come back to that, come back from that. I hope he does. I hope he proves me wrong. I hope I'm sitting this pod, my, my hands in my head, uh, my hands in my head, I head my hands, sorry, and Scotia is ramming it. 
into me because I love getting it wrong, but I genuinely just I don't see it with Harvey, mate. Sorry. Mm, obviously, that's, I'm probably the same. It's uh yeah, it's, it's just a no. I wanted to be wild by him because the name alone was like got you excited when he first came to the club, but I've never the Braga game really. And I mean, again, without taking away and away from the goal, it's a massive deflection on the second goal. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, it's a gigantic deflection, but uh, he was still the one that hit the hit the shot. I, I don't know. It's just a strange one. It really, is a strange one. Uh, but I, I, if it was seven million, I would uh, honestly. Thank you, Yanis. Goodbye. Enjoy Galatasaray. But wouldn't be, I wouldn't be uh, upset at that at all. But as I say, because if he's been out for so long, I do seriously, I seriously doubt that he will, um, he will leave this window. Uh, right, mate. Before we wrap things up, obviously Goldson's now staying. Davis is signed for another year, and Shooter is now part of the squad. Uh, I've been banging the drum in the group chat of okay Mr Rangers you've now signed up who you urgently needed to probably Bassey excluded from that because I think he's another one that urgently needs signed up in order for Rangers to protect themselves so first off mate who else do you expect to go I cannot see as not selling a big player or as we often call him on this podcast a blue chip player I am expecting Morelos, Aribo, Kent or Kamara to leave. I'm expecting one of them to leave, mate, because I just don't see... I just think that Gio want to put his own imprint on this team. I think that certain players have a year left in their contract and may not want to renew, so we need to cash in now. I think one of them will leave. I do. Um, I'd be guessing if I said who. I know there's a story broke today and it said Aribo doesn't want to leave. I believe that when the window's shut, and I believe that when the window's shut about any of them. If a team comes in, it's already Aribo. If Aribo has said that, it's already already Aribo saying that. But see, if Aston Villa come in and throw 60 grand a week at him, Aribo's gone. If the money comes in for Calvin Bassey, like I've said last week or the week before, say it is 25 million, Bassey's gone. Same with Morello, say, but we're a selling club, we're a business, and that is what will happen. So I won't believe anyone's staying until the window's shut. I do expect a big player, if you want to put it that way, to leave at some point. And um, but I expect the same same coming in. I expect Gio to sign at least at least two starting players. I would go along with that, mate. I think we would need to sign at least two as well. Outwards, yeah, I will agree, mate. I look, I didn't see Nathan Patterson leaving. I generally didn't. Obviously, that started to gather a bit of pace, and eventually he was sold for a, a hefty return for Rangers, really. Uh, but yeah, I would agree right now, mate. I think your main ones are Aribo, Kamara. I think Barisic has potential to move on. I still think Alanda could possibly move on. Hadji again, yeah, possibly. I just I don't think we'd be able to because of how how long he's been out injured. People want to have a look at him before he comes, uh, before they take a punt on him. They want to see how he is when he returns from injury. Uh, and dare I say, even Alfredo, mate, I still think somebody could take a risk on him because he's got a proven record of it, especially in European competitions. So yeah, I'm the same. I don't think anybody's safe right now, which is it's always good, always good to sit and worry about. You don't worry about it, but. Uh, I think the main one, mate, is Bassey. And now that he's, as I say, he's, if anybody's seen the highlights from some of the Nigeria games, uh, the boy's just 
He's on fire just now, mate. You're mate about the end of the season, and right now he's. They should see the balls he's whipping into the box, and that mate. It's, honestly, it's it's incredible how how good the guy's playing, and it's just great review after great review after great review, and he's just grown from strength to strength. We will put since it's just me and you tonight on, mate. Even I could probably both say the same thing. Will Bashy be here at the end of this window? No. <laughs> right to no. make it interesting, mate. I'll say, I'll say yes, he will be. Okay, even though in my heart of hearts, I I don't think he will be. I think Barca will be gone. I think somebody's just going to go right. All it takes is one club to make a proper, a proper move for him, and I think you'll see three or four clubs come out and try their hardest to get him, which is going to be good for the football club, and it is good for the football club. It is a good thing. It's just not good for the fans because we fell in love with this guy and we want to see him stay. So. But I'll say yes, he will be in the end of this window. Ryan, you said no. We'll see where we are, mate. See the window closes, mate. We'll do the we'll do the the window closing slamming shot special or something like that, and we'll come back and review it. But yeah, much. It does just, just I can't see how we're going to manage to keep a hold of him. He's on another level now, Carly. He's on. Yeah. I said it weeks ago. I was worried about the level he's playing at, and he is on another level. And. I've seen a couple of his assists, but it sounds like he's he's continued that theme with Nigeria and um, he won't have caught the eye. He's already caught the eye. As I said, I was listening to talk sport and they were literally just having a conversation, a full-blown conversation about Calvin Bassey. And yeah, he's he's caught the eye. And um, listen, if he goes, we will get mega money for him because he's as good as anything that's been here. So um, let's. I hope that I hope Rangers can hold on to him. But if we don't, we need to make sure that is the right deal for Rangers. Money up front, add-ons, sell-on fee as well. We need to make sure we get um, the best deal for Rangers if he goes. Yeah, we do. Uh, we do. It's, uh, as it's, uh, it's, it'll be a slow one to take, it really will, because uh, just of how improved he has been. Uh, and the guy's just a rock, man. Like, uh, he's just an absolute rock. But he, I generally think he's destined for... Any team that he wants to go to, I think eventually you'll see him playing in Champions League finals. I do. That's how good I, I rate him. I think he's, I think he's got more potential than Nathan Patterson, mate. And that's saying something I can't consider how much we raved about Nathan Patterson. I think the sky's the limit with Calvin Bassey, just purely based on how quickly he's developed as a football player. He's blatantly and very obviously coachable. All Gerard said it. Gio's come out and said that he said it himself. He just constantly asks questions and he wants to improve. And it's just, he's just another year, right, mate? The perfect way to sum him up just now is he is on another level, absolutely another level. Um, right. So, obviously, I have been uh, banging the drum a wee bit as well, mate. About let's sign some, let's sign some new players. You're obviously right, mate. The transfer window isn't. Is it tenth of June? No, first, uh, first of June, I think. Is it the first? Somebody I think it's the first of June. Opened. I yeah, might be wrong. Somebody in the comments tell us, but I think it was the first of June. I think. Oh, is it the first of June? Somebody in the comments will tell us. But I thought it was the tenth for whatever reason. I thought it was the tenth. But yeah, I, I do think we are at the point now. We're coming to the point where we do need to see names. Look, I'm, I don't think Rangers are going to go and spend a fortune. I don't. No matter how much money we spend, and we've made through European competitions, through we made through Gerard, we made through Parson, etc. I I don't see Rangers going out and absolutely breaking the bank uh, because the way the club's running now, I don't think there's going to be a an investment or a a, a 
a transfer kitty put in by investors uh, or by the board. I don't think that's going to happen. So I still expect signings, 100% I do, and I, I agree, mate. I expect at the very minimum one starter um, getting signed, maybe a couple of younger players that Gio can develop that he knows from his time coaching in Europe. Yes, but I expect one starter. So my question is to you, mate, is where is that area and where is the one starter coming in? Oh my days! Um, it needs to be. <laughs> it needs to be right wing. It needs to be a goal scorer and a provider. Again, this just highlights to me. I need to stop looking at Rangers Twitter because I absolutely hate it. I, know. I read somebody talk about Daniel Candice the other day there, and I was like, no, like this no. is why he failed here because he had no end product. We couldn't. He couldn't get to that level, and that's why Candice left. Yes. Heart of a line. He tried. He, he did. And I get it. But lovely guy. No. Nothing against the guy. Lovely Aye. guy. Like a great guy, but no, he's not. Same as like no. even sorry, mate, for cutting in on you. People no. are, people have said in comments as well, like obviously take Barry McKay back. Nobody shouldn't. No. Like Barry McKay in the cup final, for me, that's why Barry McKay doesn't play for Rangers, because he's just not good enough. Yeah, it doesn't perform on the level that we need players to take us to, like consistently. Barry McKay, yeah, you'll watch him a game, say against, I don't know, against them or against Aberdeen or whatever, and he'll have a stormer and he's running through people, he's scoring goals and setting them up and, and that's what highlights it to these people who think, oh, is that bad? We'll take that Barry McKay back. No, because see, the no. next game you watch him, you will not know he's playing. And he's still hitting the front post with his corners years after he's played with him. No, like, absolutely not. Yes, right, anyway, right-hand side for me needs to be... <laughs> The quality needs to increase there. I know Joe Aribo's played there a few times, and but we don't get enough goals. Tavernier, obviously, that's his area. But he needs. We need a partnership out there. We need. We need an attacking midfielder. We need a goal scorer. We need somebody who'll break the lines. Who'll slip the ball into Alfie. Who'll not pass the ball sideways and not look for the cross all the time. We need a goal scorer midfielder who's going to have ten to fifteen goals and ten to fifteen assists in a season that's what we need that's what we missed last year and I'm not pinning it on our attack I'm just saying as a whole we missed that last year there were so many games where we didn't score the second goal or the winning goal when we should have and it cost us a league so that's where I would like to see us bringing in a bit of quality and as I've said I've you turned on Scott Wright a bit um, because I think he's got something to offer and domestically but possibly as an impact player but I think we need a first team starter on the right hand side yeah, um, you're probably quite like me, mate, in the sense that I don't really go looking for... Some people have asked in the comments, name somebody. I don't really do that because I guarantee you I could sit here and name four or five players and not one of them will be Rangers will even be looking at, like, genuinely. Uh, I, obviously, I will not be one that we get linked with or whatever. It's transfer season. You get linked with all sorts of players. You really do. And I'm I'm very confident in the, the, the coaching setup, uh, the scouting network that we've got set up, and Ross Wilson and what he does. And Gio as well. I'm excited to see what Gio can bring to the squad. I'm excited to see what kind of talent he can attract. And let's not forget that we got to the Europe League final last year. There is going to be players out there that want to be part of this. So don't be surprised. And I'm not saying I've got no inside knowledge before anybody says anything. I've got zero inside knowledge. But 
don't be surprised if there's a name when you go, oh my goodness, look who look who look who we're signing, look who's who, who's who we've attracted to this football club, because it could be quite a quite a substantial name just purely based on where the club now is. Um so no, I, I would I would agree, mate. I think the right hand side is important. I think the attacking midfield is important. It all depends where you're actually going to decide to to play Joe Aribo, if you're going to leave Joe Aribo in the middle of the park, then yeah, the right-hand side. And I also think Lowry needs to be his backup. Um, it needs to be the both of them that kind of control that number 10 role with the, the old-fashioned way. He'll probably get slaughtered for calling it that, but the number 10 role. Um, very closely behind everything, though, mate, for me, is a striker. Rangers desperately need to get a striker in. Uh, and that's not taking anything away from Alfredo or Ruth, but Alfredo's coming back from the worst injury he's had in his career so far and Kamar Roof will not stay fit the entire season it's just uh, he won't, we all know that he won't so very important mate that we bring in a striker and it's no disrespect to Weston um, that scored a, was scoring a barrel of a barrel goals for the B team uh, last year physically he's not ready for Scott, for the, the top flight of Scottish football I'm not saying he won't get there and he might get a chance in certain games but we, we properly have to recruit a like a second choice striker. Yeah, we need to spend money on a striker. Currently, I don't think it's going to be a a free transfer, a loan deal. We need to buy a bit of quality up there because we got caught short um, when Alfie when Alfie got injured. And we all knew it was going to happen, and we we pinned our hopes on Kmar Roof, who doesn't. Um, <laughs> I'll take Liam Dyson in two seconds. Uh, right now, yes, that's over there, hundred percent. Take Bale and Olme um, for a laugh. That would be good. Ah, t- well, if we need if we need to take the two, we'll take the two of them. Um, but yeah, we need to sign a striker. There's no doubt about it. I've got a question for you, just to fire the ball back over the net. Go, mate. And this is a this is a one that splits our support. So strap yourselves in. Um, <laughs> Ryan Jack for me is a concern. Um, just with his fitness, he has got all the quality. Um, he plays the role that he plays in the, in the Rangers team better than anyone, in my opinion. However, I think Gio has to have a contingency plan in place. That contingency plan, and here me out and I say it, for me, is a no-brainer as Lewis Ferguson. And the reason I say it is because he knows the Scottish game. He's, he's dirty, and I think you need that in Scottish football. And I think he's a tidy footballer. I'm not saying he's taking you to the next level in Champions League or Europe, but he is reliable and I would I would sign him. Uh, that's a difficult one, mate, for me because I, I do think he's talented. I do. I think he's He's up there with the best of the rest, probably in, in terms of Scotland, uh, obviously excluding probably Rangers and Celtic centre midfielders from that. I don't know, mate. I don't know if it's the whole name thing. I don't know if it's that whole <laughs> pool of that. Like, I don't. There's something about it that makes me feel a wee bit uneasy. Genuinely, I think as a backup, yeah, but I don't think he would come here as a backup because he could go to the championship, mate, and play every game. But then it's up to him to come here and prove himself, isn't it? I suppose. Uh, you're right about Ryan Jack, mate. I I also have concerns about Ryan Jack and how much we're going to get out of him next season, and that pains me to say that because. I'm a massive Ryan Jack fan, but I just don't think we can rely on him now. Um, and then if you do lose players like Kamara, there is there's wee gaps opening up there because Davis won't be able to do it the full season. Arfield certainly won't be able to do it the, the full season. We know Scott Arfield, he shows up and does purple patches and then disappears again. 
So you, you are looking at uh, potentially recruiting in that area. <sighs> Lewis Ferguson, mate, I'm, I'm sorry, mate, I'm going to firmly sit in the fence for that. Firmly. It'll be good, there'll be good there'll be good comments on this, I'm sure. Hang on, I've, I, was, I was thinking there. Jamie Lowe agrees with you. Uh, as a squad player, I would sign Ferguson without a doubt. Yeah. Blue Thunder's put, no, it's a no from him. So, no. No, it was kind of mixed, mate. You're right. It is, it is kind of straight down the middle just now um, of whether we, we should sign him or not. But, yeah, I don't know, mate. I don't, mate, it just makes me feel a bit uneasy. I don't know why when I think about I think, it. I honestly, mate, I used to be the same. See, with Ferguson, I'll, I'll put my cards on the table. I am not a Barry Ferguson fan, right, for a number of reasons. That we'll talk about that another time. So his, yeah. his, name, his name doesn't hold any affiliation for me. If you asked me a year ago, I would have said no, I wouldn't take Lewis Ferguson. But see, any time I see him, he annoys me. He annoys me because he's an ankle biter. He's he's mm. constantly kicking at people. He's moaning. I want to see that in a Rangers team. I want to see players like that in a Rangers team. This is what, one of the reasons why I like Lundstrom. He's a winner because he's constantly nipping at people. And, and that's what I want to see. And I'm not saying that he walks straight in. I'm just saying that I don't think Lewis Ferguson would be a bad signing for Rangers. And... That's it. Was just I was just thinking of if Jack and it could be Lowry and it could be McCann. Maybe Gio's already thinking down that road. If of this, that's where they'll re, they'll replace Jack or they'll be the contingency plan. I just think Lewis Ferguson would not be a bad signing for Rangers. Fair enough, mate. Fair enough. And I'll talk you around. See tomorrow. I'll talk you around. Yeah, 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 you'll talk. You'll talk me around <laughs> tomorrow. I know. You'll talk me around tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm just again. It makes me feel a wee bit slightly uneasy. Anyway, mate. I've just noticed we've now went an hour. It's amazing how time flies, mate. When you're having fun. I have missed the pod, mate. I'm not going to lie because it got to Tuesday night and I had a, a weird feeling around me on Tuesday where I was like, I'm meant to be doing something. I always do something on Tuesday nights when we didn't do a club deck corner. But uh, unfortunately, everybody, it's going to be the same for the next week because, yes, we've had a lot to get through there, but it's it's slow just now. We are going to pick up as soon as the news picks up, so I, I just want you to know that. But it will be next Friday again for us. Uh, but we want to continue to come back because it's always good to sit with my mates and talk about talk about Rangers, so uh, we will be back next Friday. Ryan, thank you very much for tonight, my friend, and I will see you tomorrow, mate. <laughs> yeah, see you tomorrow for a messy one. Um, I'm looking forward to that Rangers chat and um, and such like. I uh, hope everybody enjoys the rest <laughs> of the Jubilee weekend um, and continue to be led and not dictated by our beautiful Queen, so enjoy your Jubilee weekend. I will not be here next Friday, as I have not mentioned it on the project, but I am going to <laughs> Turkey on Sunday. Yes. <laughs> yes, so you everybody, are. Yes. Everybody tune in next Friday, because I won't be here. <laughs> yeah, I think it will be probably me and Ali next week, and possibly Scotia. Um, if he's finished having dinner, it might be Scotia uh, by then, so we'll, we'll see. Um, we'll definitely see, but well, it'll be two of us at least next week. So thank you again everybody for getting involved in the comments. It's absolutely class. It's brilliant. Uh, love to, to come on and have you all have you all speaking with us. Uh, if the news goes mental next week and all of us news coming out every single day like serious news we will come back and do a pod trust me but for now it will be next friday we'll be back same time next week um god that's like 
it's like TV saying from like the nineties, <laughs> this time. Same tune in this time next week, isn't it? The same time, same place, same channel. But it certainly will be. Might be a slightly different one different face anyway. It'll probably still be my mug. But yeah. Uh, so yeah, thank you everybody. Please do subscribe to the YouTube channel, like the videos as always. Uh, fantastic support from us. New t-shirts coming very soon, uh, just in time for the good weather. So keep your eyes peeled for that. So yeah, until next Friday, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching us. Uh, we are Club at 22, the Rangers podcast. Enjoy your Jubilee weekend, everybody. Bye-bye.